It's not unusual uh, with the hours that people are working and the different hours, uh, you know, as they as they commute to and fro the city or wherever you have to go for work, that you'd be out of the house around 630 in the morning and maybe your spouse would still be in bed. Well, that's exactly what happened to a Mississauga man when uh, he gets an alarmed call from his wife after shortly after 630 uh, yesterday morning. And she says, Tony. Here I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> taking artistic license. You have to come home because a honking bold of a boulder of ice just broke through our roof and through our closet, and it's on the floor. You need to come back and see this. So he turns around, goes back, sees the damage inside their closet or their bedroom. He tweets out the damage. It's crazy. You can literally stand in their closet, look up. There's a one foot by two foot hole in their ceiling of their house right up through the roof, continues up through the roof like a cartoon. And you can see the blue sky, which made me immediately think it's fake because we haven't seen blue sky in the area for ages. But no, it was real. And apparently this is a chunk of ice falling. They surmise off of a, a plane flying overhead. So we, we, of course, reached out to the experts. Jock Williams, Global News Radio aviation expert, joins us on the line. Jock, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kelly. Good talking to you. G- good to have you here again. So how common is this? Well, it probably happens about 10 times a year in Canada, except it doesn't always make a hole in a house. <laughs> Sometimes somebody's sitting in the backyard and all of a sudden, whoop, something lands beside them as they're sitting in their chaise lounge or whatever. So that when it doesn't come through your roof, when it just lands in the yard or something, people don't make a big fuss about it. They should, I suppose. Falling objects will kill you if they hit you on the head or, or if you're driving a car or something like that, it can cause a more serious problem. But I'd say 10 times a year, something like this happens, but just not quite as dramatically as this one. I've and heard... I'd say 10 times in Canada. Right. And we've heard stories about um, chunks of frozen... Uh, I think they're... Usually they say they're a bluish hue of, of feces yeah. coming out of planes that they're emptying the toilets. I thought that was an urban myth. Is that what happened here? And well, is it an urban myth? A bit of it's an urban myth. It's not when they're emptying the toilets. Toilets don't have any mechanism at all in an airplane that when you flush the toilet, <laughs> what you're flushing goes out into the sky. This this is usually a problem associated with the person over, how can I say, over enthusiastically filling the system. But it's with it's with fresh, clean blue water. Okay. It, that will provide the water the next time somebody flushes, and the next time, and the next time. Think of how many hundreds of times the toilet is flushed in the course of a transcontinental flight or whatever. I'd rather but, not. Yeah, I know. But what you really would rather not is is get the effluent. You know. Right. So uh, fortunately, I, I've never heard of a case where that's been it. But I, I have heard of people who, thinking that they're going to help their case in the lawsuit that they will inevitably file, mm-hmm. put whatever comes out in their freezer. And I think, if I thought that was from out of the toilet, yeah. I don't think I'd put it in my freezer. Well, apparently, that's exactly what this guy has done. He, he's got it on the counter for Global News went over yeah. and did a, a little uh, chat with him. And he's got it literally on his granite counter. And I'm like, oh my, the cleaning that's going to have to occur but he's he's keeping it in the uh freezer is that would that help your well, case if, at all if it's a frozen object and he pe- keeps it in the freezer it'll stay frozen but that's Still. not going to help him to prove that it came out of any one particular airplane because every airplane in lester b pearson airport uses the same blue liquid mm-hmm. so they're not going to be able to do a chemical analysis and say what plane it came from or something like that but but either the airport or one or another of the airlines i'm sure will accept responsibility for this one small hole in a in a roof does not a fortune make 
it'll all work out for the guy. But uh, according to the archived flight data on the airport's yeah, website, yeah. Uh, there was an Air Canada flight uh, flying overhead uh, to Toronto from sure. Vegas over at, at around the right time. Um, and a Transportation Safety Board of Canada spokesperson said that they'll be, you know, uh, looking into this. But um, what are the odds that Air Canada would would be charged? Well, I don't think they're going to be charged. You mean, will they have to pay for it? Yeah, or somehow. Or will they be fined for... I, I would think just for good public relations, Air Canada would say, we don't necessarily agree that we did this, but we're paying for it just mm-hmm. to be good guys anyway. What's it going to be? 5000 bucks, something like that. You know, uh, and I, I would think that if you took it, took it to court just for the pain and suffering, if you could prove that it was one particular airline, you could get a lot more than that. But we don't want to encourage people to do this kind of a joyful suing. You know, if you've really been hurt, go ahead and sue. But if you're just if you're just fussing because you got a hole in your ceiling, be happy that you got it fixed. Well, he says if it was, you know, two feet one way, it would have hit his wife. Four feet the other way, it would have hit his kids. So, you know, it is, you know, you think about uh, how lucky they were. Well, and imagine how loud that would be. <laughs> I have to tell you a story. When I was flying fighters in Germany, one of our guys inadvertently released a small practice bomb. It only weighed 15 pounds, but he released a small practice bomb, and it landed in a farmhouse in Germany. And the farmer's out working in the field. He looks over his shoulder, and there's all this white smoke coming out of his house. So he goes inside. Well, these bombs, they're a little more dense than the uh, the ice that fell in out of this thing. And so this thing not only went into the top floor, but it went through into the bottom floor and then ricocheted shade around at about 500 miles an hour. Wow. So so the farmer takes pictures and he brings a suit in, in court, really trying to sue the Canadian government. And we were willing to pay without question until somebody looked at the photographs. And it was like there was a before and after. Some of the photographs showed a house that was pretty intact. And then a lot of the, the shots were of a house that was absolutely destroyed. <laughs> it turned out that the farmer went inside and destroyed his own house, thinking to, uh, yeah. to raise the price. Well, it didn't work. <laughs> no, I guess not. Now he's just out of some furniture and old but heirlooms, right? The, the pilot who dropped the bomb inadvertently developed a nickname forever that uh, that reminds him, I'm sure. You know, some people have good flying nicknames. Some people have bad ones. This one was Five Fingers Fred, <laughs> and he became Four Fingers Fred for having pickled off this bomb. It was bad. But, it's... but airliners do periodically, sometimes a door or something like that will fall off a passing airliner. You've got to be glad when it doesn't really hurt you. Wow. And you got to be glad you're probably not on that airliner as well at the time. Well, it, it doesn't usually cause any particular problem. The things that will fall off are usually not very important. The things that are important are well connected. All right. Well, it's, you know, a little bit of terror, a little bit of... Yeah. Uh, and you got a story for the rest of your life. Think there you go. It. Jock, I really appreciate the time that you uh, spare for us. Thanks so much. Good talking to you, Kelly. Always entertaining. Jock Williams, Global News Radio, aviation expert.